0: Welcome to Disrupting Leadership, where we redefine leadership for a post-pandemic era. I'm your host, Dr. Erin Myers, founder of Evolve the Leadership Evolution, where we help leaders accomplish all of their goals without negatively impacting their quality of life. I'm an Air Force veteran, mother of three young, beautiful children, and have a PhD in organizational development in leadership. Welcome to all of my evolutionary leaders. So today we're going to be talking about the first level of leadership development. We've broken down the various tiers of leadership development. Now we're really diving into that first year, which we at Evolve like to call Evolve Yourself. But really, you can think of it as that introspective journey, that first level of leadership development where you really need to get to know yourself so that then you can learn how you impact others before you step into leadership development that focuses on your relationship with others and team building. So today, we're going to talk about the key areas for ensuring a strong foundation is set for leadership development. We'll discuss why these seven components of the Myers Method are critical to leadership success. And then we'll identify the differentiator of this model of leadership development. So what really makes it special and different based on our experience with all of our customers, all of our clients, everybody we worked with in coaching, as well as my background as a professor? So that first level of leadership development, if you didn't listen to the episode where we broke down the three tiers of leadership development, I definitely recommend that you go back and you listen to that. But just to reiterate the basics of it, so there are three tiers of leadership development that we recommend. First, yourself. Then the second tier is teams. And then the third tier is organizations. And so today, we're really going to be breaking down that yourself tier. So, for the Myers Method and for Evolve Yourself, there are seven main components of that that we really focus on. Those are mindset, personality, misrecognition, personal brand, coaching yourself to success, conflict style, and business communication. So, we'll start with mindset. Why do we believe that this is the place that we should start from the very beginning of our leadership development journey? And the bottom line is that what this does is it really helps us develop a nuanced understanding of our current mindset, the strengths that we have that we can leverage as accelerators, any blocks that we have that are conscious or unconscious biases or stereotypes, as well as other blocks that may be in our way of really accelerating ourselves to success. And then finally, Mindset and working on mindset first and foremost really helps us understand those innate strengths and our opportunities for growth so that we can create that personal development and professional development and leadership development plan that's really specific and unique to our own individual needs and our own individual desires. So I like to think of it kind of this way, and and mindset really corresponds with that. If you think of a GPS where we have a map, like if we pull up on our phone, everybody, you know, we all have our phones right next to us practically in our hip pockets at any given time. So if we pull it up and we pull up a GPS app, what's the first thing that we see? Well, it's usually that blue dot that says, hey, here's where you are now, right? It's this nice blue dot that identifies exactly where we are now. And that's great, we wanna know exactly where we are now. And so focusing on mindset really helps us understand Where are we now? As we begin to continue through our leadership development journey, really as we kind of dive into a little bit more of the personal brand, which is step four. So the first three are kind of the where are we now? Then as we begin to go into personal brand, coaching ourselves for success, we're focusing on where do we want to go? So what's that final destination? What's that address that we're putting in the GPS app to tell us where we are going to end up or where we want to end up. doesn't necessarily mean we're going to end up there, but where do we want to end up? And then once we put in that address and that destination and we hit go, Only then does it create that unique path for us based on our personalized settings. So are we avoiding highways? Are we avoiding tolls? Do we want to optimize highways? Do we want to optimize for traffic? You know, all of those unique settings that we have in our GPS app. And so you can kind of think of this leadership development, this first tier of leadership development, the evolve yourself, as just that figuring out where we are now, figuring out where we want to go, and starting to outline the directions based on our own personal unique settings as to how we're going to get there. So mindset is that first step to that. It's really helping us figure out, okay, what obstacles are going to be in our way? Which highways can we leverage to get us there faster? And what are our own unique strengths? What kind of car? What kind of vehicle are we going on foot? You know, what, what is the mobilization component for us that we can really leverage as we begin to move forward? And so then the second part of figuring out where we are is our personality. So this is number two of the seven. This is where we really become familiar with our own personalities. And we at Evolve utilize a unique platform that actually incorporates 12 different personality assessments, which gives us this unique holistic insight into our personalities. Because we can use one single personality assessment. But all that does, and what we have really truly experienced, is that that just gives us a unique snapshot, right? This is how you act in this particular situation. When we use this dashboard to its full potential, we're able to utilize these 12 different personality assessments to really understand how we act in various situations. So I've had several clients and uh, together the whole team, you know, we've kind of talked about this where we've had clients say, okay, well, this personality assessment says this, and this personality assessment says this, but they kind of contradict each other, why is that? And we, by having this dashboard, we can see that contradiction and we can say, oh, well, it's not actually a contradiction. What it shows us is that in this type of situation, when you're under stress, this is how you act. But when you're leveraging your strengths, and you're hitting your stride, this is how you act. And we can find the commonalities and the triggers that cause us to switch and kind of turn towards stress or turn towards strengths. And it really gives this holistic perspective of exactly how we act in various situations. And we utilize that to help us figure out your own personalized path to your ideal destination that final destination of success. And I shouldn't even say final, because it's really, right, just the next destination. And then we can add stop two, stop three, stop four, as we continue through this leadership development journey. And so by utilizing these personality assessments, we enhance our own emotional intelligence by really figuring out exactly how we react in certain situations and the emotions that arise because of that. We become more familiar with our emotions We learn how to manage them better, and then we discover how to effectively work with and coach different personalities by knowing how we react in those situations. And then that third component that really finalizes the where are we now and understanding exactly who we are in this moment is what I like to refer to as misrecognition. This is actually what I wrote my PhD dissertation on, is misrecognition. And this is a component of diversity. So you can think of misrecognition as another term for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. What misrecognition is, is kind of in the root of the word. It's the misidentification of something or the misrecognition of a diverse trait that individuals have. And so through misrecognition and this concept of misrecognition, we understand how we can be misrecognized. We understand how we misrecognize others. And we do this by learning how to identify and counter the personal stereotypes and unconscious biases that we all have as individuals based on our own unique mindset our own unique personality, and our own unique diverse traits. And so you can see how this all begins to tie in to each other. We're now taking misrecognition and leaning back on our mindsets, on our personalities, as we figure out through those components where we misrecognize ourselves, where we misrecognize others, where others may misrecognize us. And so now that we've identified where we are now, we kind of move into, okay, where do we want to go? Because we don't want to create the path first. And that's where a lot of leadership development programs kind of go awry, is they create this path oh, everybody needs to go down this path. This is exactly how we do leadership development. And that's an archaic way of thinking when it comes to leadership development. So we're disrupting leadership, right? We're disrupting this concept that everybody has to follow the exact same path to leadership because that is false for this day and age. Instead, we're taking those ideas and those concepts that were on the set path for leadership development, and we're using those as tools in the toolkit for everybody's each unique own individual pathway. That is how we're disrupting leadership. So we cannot create the path until we first understand where we are now and where we wanna go, then we create the path. So this next step is where do we want to go? And so we kind of tie together the where are we now and the where do we wanna go by doing the fourth step, which is creating our own personal brand. This is where we gain an understanding our, our, of our own unique value, our energy, our goals, and we create our own personal brand. And what we really focus on and evolve yourself is not just a personal brand and how we present ourselves to others, but also making sure that we incorporate our whole unique true self into our personal brand so that we can show up as ourselves in every area of our life. So all of us have these unique hats that we wear. You know, maybe we're a parent, maybe we're a caregiver, maybe we're a dog mom or a dog dad, you know, maybe um, we're a plant mom or a plant dad you know whatever whatever our unique identity is we show up in different areas of our lives with these different hats on these different kind of titles that we have to embody you know we've got our work we've got our home we maybe have seven hats at home and then we have three hats at work and the idea here is that we show up as the same person across the hats we just may act operationally or tactically in a different manner but we're still showing up in the same role as our true whole selves And the reason that we do this, and you've heard me talk about this before, is that if we try to show up and put ourselves in someone else's shoes, because very frequently society has taught us to do that. Hey, when you show up at work and you've taken on this position, I need you to act the same way that the person that trained you did, or I need you to act the same way as your mentor, or I need you to act the same way as your leader. And what that does is by stepping into someone else's shoes and pretending to be someone else, it actually causes dissonance in our energy. And people perceive this as unprofessionalism when it actually isn't. And so they they kind of subconsciously perceive this as being unprofessional. And so even though we think that we're doing the right thing by showing up as someone else, others are perceiving us as unprofessional. And that totally negates our skill set, our abilities, who we are. So if we show up as our whole selves instead, people will begin to recognize the value that we bring to the table. And when it comes to our own individual energy, that creates resonance rather than dissonance. When we have dissonance, we have friction. When we have friction, we have heat. When we have heat, something is going to break down, whether mental, emotional, or physical. Again, you've heard me say that before probably 10 times (laughs) because I like to emphasize this a lot. And so we need to figure out through our personal brand how we can show up with all of our hats as our whole true selves. And so by doing this, we really develop develop the proper work-life integration. And you've heard of the term probably work-life balance. That in itself is also archaic, even though it's only archaic by about 10 years now or maybe even five years. Instead, it should be work-life integration because let's be honest for only a very 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 rare few of us is there a clear delineation between work and home anymore or work and life anymore instead everything is integrated when it comes to work and life because of the technical technological age in which we operate and so we have to have this personal brand where we show up as our whole selves so we can then develop our proper work life integration. And through developing our personal brand, we figure out what our ideal destination is. And that's when we get into number 5, which is coaching ourselves to success. And so, one of the biggest things that we like to do at Evolve Yourself, and that many leadership development programs also kind of, you know, struggle with is is they want you to become dependent on their programs so that then you, you move on to the next one and you move on to the next one and you move on to the next one and your lifetime spend is huge. But we don't believe in that. We believe in coaching ourselves to success and teaching you how to coach yourself to success. We want you to use us as a tool in your toolkit that you can refer back to when you need to, but you should not be dependent on a leadership development program. You should not be dependent on Evolve Yourself. So the next step is really figuring out how to coach yourself to success so that you understand, again, what it looks like to be self-reliant and self-dependent and know how to continue to build your own journey to success. Because that should be a part of your destination is what that looks like. And so we take our personal brand and then we move to the next step, which is learning to coach ourselves to success so that we can really begin to shape that final destination or that I should say the first destination of our leadership development journey. And so based on the insights learned in the prior modules, we then begin to build this personalized plan of how to overcome the obstacles and the barriers between us and our goals. And then we get into, and only then, once we've really begun to identify, you know, our final destination, do we begin to tie in components of how we operate and how that impacts others. So we've really had this introspective journey through mindset, through personality assessments, through misrecognition, through developing our personal brand and our next goal and our next destination. And now we begin to tie in components where we learn more about ourselves, but also how we impact others. And what that does is it helps us begin to outline the path that we're going to take to reach that first destination in our leadership journey. And so the next module, or the next component of Evolve Yourself is Conflict Style. This is where we discover different styles of conflict management. And we understand how we react in conflict. And this can be situationally based. So we not only go over which one we inherently tend to lean on, but also what may be our secondary and tertiary conflict styles and then which may be best in certain situations. So we begin to situationally integrate real-time case studies from our own lives as well as lives of others. To begin to develop the strong conflict management skills that we need to succeed and then begin to recognize how we impact others in our own conflict styles. And then we tie in how to coach others to excel in this particular area. And that starts to bridge the gap between this first level of leadership development, evolve yourself, and the second level, which is evolve teams. And then finally, we wrap up this first level of leadership development with business communication. So based on our own personal leadership styles that we've really begun to recognize in this journey, we learn specific techniques for communicating more effectively within a corporate setting or within your own unique setting and strengthening our active listening skills. So again, we understand just like with conflict management, what our own business communication style is, what our inherent one is, what our secondary and tertiary styles are, which styles we should probably begin to force ourselves to use, or not force ourselves, but lean on a little bit more so if it's different than our inherent ones in certain situations. So we have that situational integration. And then finally, how our business communication styles begin to affect others. And so that wraps everything into a nice, beautiful, streamlined leadership development plan that is very unique to the individual and really creates that strong foundation for then moving into how we impact others, how we begin to lead others and coach others through a similar leadership development journey. And so why are these critical to leadership success? Why are these seven components, which are mindset, personality, misrecognition, personal brand, coaching ourselves to success, conflict style, and business communication, why are all of these really critical to leadership success? And the bottom line is because holistic leadership finds a harmonious balance between the traditionally masculine and feminine styles of leadership. So what do I mean by that? Well, traditionally speaking, we tend to use these old terms in our language when it comes to describing leadership, bold, strong, a strong sense of self, a strong sense of purpose, Right? being bold, being fearless when we step into leadership positions. And that is very archaic. That's not how society operates. And society is the world in which we operate, right, all of our organizations, regardless of what they are, whether you're an entrepreneur, or you work in a corporate environment, or you work in a nonprofit, regardless of the industry, regardless of where you work and where, where you operate, we are a subset of society. And our organizations need to be a subset of society. So as society changes, so must we within our organizations. And so Continuing to have this archaic, very masculine type of language to describe leadership will not create a culture that is really inclusive to everyone that we're looking to bring into our organization from society. And so we have to have this culture that we lean on that has these much more balanced approaches to leadership, which includes a balance of masculine and feminine. And I'm not talking a balance of male and female. I'm talking a balance of masculine and feminine energy. And so everybody has a balance of masculine and feminine energy within themselves. Some of us that we might call more effeminate tend to lean a little bit more towards the feminine. Some of us that tend to be uh, a little bit more masculine in the way we operate, we tend to have a little bit more masculine energy. Traditionally speaking, if you identify as a female, you should have about 70% female and 30% male. If you identify as a male, you should have 70% masculine 30% feminine energy in which you operate. Now, there are those of us that kind of don't quite meet that. I will admit that I'm one of them. (laughs) A lot of my younger self um, was grown up in the military, grown up in very strict environments because I grew up in the Middle East. I was born and raised for many years in the Middle East. Um... And so it depends on our culture as well. And then I went and joined the military, which is very masculine energy. And so I tend to have a little bit of an imbalance there. I tend to have more of a 50-50 shift between the feminine and the masculine. And I'm trying to work on that and incorporate more feminine styles into my own daily lives. Um, And so within our organizations, we should have more of a 50-50 balance in order to encompass Everybody. So everybody that's a little bit more effeminate, everybody that's a little bit more masculine, we need to have that balance of that energy there. And language comes down to the true core component of culture that we need to begin to embody. So once we shape our language within our organization, we can begin to shape our culture to have this better balance of masculine and feminine energy. And when we have that, we have this holistic culture that will embrace and be inclusive of all the different diverse traits and the different ways in which we will lead in in our own unique styles of leadership. Hopefully that makes sense to everybody. So we need to have that holistic leadership that finds that harmonious balance between traditionally masculine and feminine styles of leadership. And so leadership success really begins with this reflection and self-assessment, allowing us to gain clarity on our own leadership styles and the way that we express them, which is why we've designed Evolve Yourself to have these seven components that are extremely unique and help us really determine our own unique, unique leadership style, because only then can we successfully understand the impact that we have on others and begin to lead others to our greatest potential. And so we will then equip ourselves with the knowledge and tools we need to really fine tune our approach for maximum impact. So to wrap all of this up, what is the differentiator of the Myers method? And I've interspersed this throughout the last 20 minutes, so you probably have a good idea of it. But the bottom line is that leadership development is about more than just processes and systems. We must understand ourselves before we can lead others. And so holistic leadership is this unique approach that enables us to discover and build on our own natural talents, to unlock the highest potential of our teams, and to take a more intentional approach to leadership. And when we do this, the result is is incredibly powerful and effective leadership with a dual emphasis on humans and systems that enhances communication and boosts productivity, which ultimately creates less stress, greater fulfillment, stronger results, higher engagement, higher retention, and drives the bottom line of the organization. So. Hopefully that inspired all of us to really begin that introspective leadership journey so that we can more successfully lead and understand our own unique traits. And so I'm gonna go ahead and just give this little bit of a reflection assignment here. I'm not gonna call it a homework assignment because homework scares some people that term. So we're gonna call it a reflection assignment, an action step. And that's gonna be identify which of these seven topics that we just talked about. And again, to kind of reiterate what they are, the seven components of Evolve Yourself are mindset, personality, misrecognition, Personal Brand, Coaching Ourselves to Success, Conflict Style, and Business Communication. So identify which of these seven topics you would include in your organization's or your own individual level one leadership development program. Again, we recommend all of them, but figure out what's going to work best for you or where you kind of want to start and what would be best for your organization or where your organization should begin. So thank you so much for listening today. Please make sure that you download our app at the link in the show notes where we provide free resources and a community of other evolutionary leaders. Go ahead and within that app in the community, let us know what your biggest takeaway was for this particular episode. And. Also, don't forget that if you know of a healthcare leader or an organization that would make a great guest on our show, please reach out to us either within the app or email us at hello at evolve.vision. That's H-E-L-L-O at E-V-O-L-V-E dot V-I-S-I-O-N. And we want to hear from you. We love feedback because that helps us know how we can continue to provide value. So make sure to connect with us join our app, email us, reach out to us on LinkedIn, any social media platform. We're almost present on all of them. So please make sure to connect with us and make sure to recommend a guest that you would like to hear interviewed on the podcast. Thank you so much evolutionary leaders and have a fantastic day.